So we begin this spiritual campaign of Lent, in which, as we heard in the opening prayer, we take up spiritual weapons to fight against those vices, those passions that are not yet conformed to the gospel in our hearts and in our lives. And as three of those aids, three of those weapons or tools that the Lord gives us, we have fasting, prayer, and almsgiving, which we all heard mentioned in the gospel. And we're reminded of the secretiveness or the removal of showiness in doing those three things that ought to pervade our sentiments and those actions. I think we've all heard, seen people, maybe we've been one of those people who we do something good and we feel good about ourselves and then we want everybody else to feel good about how good we are. And so we tell them, oh, I just did this or I did this. Sometimes we do it with enough innocence. But sometimes we want the praise of men and women. Jesus is reminding us this evening that these 40 days are not about looking good, but being good. These three things that are mentioned, almsgiving, prayer, and fasting, are like a triple cord that is woven together, intertwined. You just take two of them, and it's not as effective. The Old Testament speaks about almsgiving in particular when it's united with prayer and fasting is very powerful before the throne of God. Let's look at these three things a little bit more and how we might exercise them, how we might live them out in our life, especially during this Lent. Perhaps we should begin with fasting since hopefully all of us are a little bit hungry or have in some way denied ourselves this evening. We could be tempted to be a little bit grouchy or frustrated. Things get on our nerve when we, when we haven't had enough food. And therein is the, is the tension that's supposed to open up our hearts to allow God to spiritually feed us. That's the reason why we abstain from meat. That's the reason why we have two smaller meals that, or snacks that don't really add up to a full meal. It's to create space in our hearts that as we know and feel that hunger, we can realize that there's a deeper hunger in us for God. A hunger that we sometimes ignore or that we're not aware of. So extra charity this evening with those in your family, those who come in contact with realizing that this is part of the sacrifice. But also recommitting ourselves to, yes, on Fridays during Lent, and abstain from meat. But not, not try and just then overindulge in, in fish or other delicacies or other things that we might enjoy, but really make it a penitential thing. You might also consider what else will I give up? What else will I fast from? It doesn't just have to be food. Technology is always a good thing. Media. These, these are ways in which we create space again in our hearts to be fed by God. Secondly, prayer. And this is where we feed that space that we've, we've created. 
We need to take more time for God during this, this Lenten season. Commit to some time each day. If you're not in the habit of taking any prayer, take five minutes and be faithful to that every day, of being silent before God. Find a time when you're at your best. So make sure you've had your cup of coffee first or that you don't wait till the end of the day. It would be a beautiful thing, especially if you're young and your knees are good, to begin your morning and end your day on your knees. After all, Jesus has suffered so much for us. It's good that we put ourselves in a humbling position as we begin the day and end it. How can we pray if we're not used to it? Begin by talking to the Lord and saying, Lord, I don't know how to pray. Teach me how to pray. Maybe we're, we're veterans at it. Maybe we've been praying all our life. Well, push yourself a little bit more. Add another five minutes to whatever you're doing already. Meditate on one station of the cross each day. Then when you come on Friday to the stations, you'll have a deeper experience with those having meditated on one each day. Or take one of the sorrowful mysteries and meditate on that. Prayer is encounter with God. It's a conversation where we speak, but more importantly, we listen. God wants to have this with us. So often we allow the distractions, the di the distresses, the anxieties of life to crowd out his voice. Finally, almsgiving. Almsgiving, where prayer hits us in our time, fasting in our stomach, almsgiving is in our wallet. And so it's using not just the excess or leftover but we should really give in a way that in, it hurts a little bit. Well, I, I, I gave this money to charity, or I gave this money to a relative who was really in need, or this other person who I, I knew needed some more. Okay, I'm not going to go to the movies this week, or I'm not going to be able to have as much money to, for this other thing. It should, in a certain sense, be felt. One beautiful practice that we could consider doing this Lent would be bringing a can or a couple cans each Sunday. Placing them in the cans that have been placed by the exits. Our knights are collecting, as they say, 40 cans for the 40 days of Lent. Maybe we haven't given to the Bishop's Lenten appeal, which takes care of so many different charitable causes in our diocese and enables so many different things to run. Maybe we've never given to that, or maybe we have, but we could give a little more. These are all different ways that we can be involved. You don't have to take any of the, the exact things that I'm saying, but you do need to have something in one of those each areas if you really want to have a Lent that is transformative. God desires relationship with us. Lent is about facing the reality that so often 
we don't want to have a relationship with him or we want to have it on our own terms. We can't do that with God, though. And so Lent is a call to conversion, a a conversion or a call to turn towards the other, our neighbor and towards God. That's why we gather this evening. Hopefully we're not just gathering to have ashes put on our head, but without any interior motive. No, we gather rather so that we collectively might realize we've fallen short of the glory of God. We've fallen short of the glory that he wants for us. But Lent is our second chance.